Welcome into Coach Speak. We're going to have a little fun. You guys have kind of wanted for some time for us to, me and the boys, to get together. There's Ira, there's Corey, I'm Jeff. You know, it's Seminole Headlines. But you like us for a lot of things. You like commentary not only on the Knowles, I think, but also let's branch out a little bit and talk about some of the other players, coaches, mostly coaches, as you can tell by the name of the show, and have some fun as we read between the lines what these coaches have to say before the game, sometimes after the game, oftentimes. And uh, we'll break down what they're really saying and or we'll just laugh at their expense. We'll do it that way. That's also <laughs> that's, another yeah, that's the fun goal. way to go about it. After all, half of what uh, you know fans like is schadenfreude. And, right. and, to, and to make fun of those less fortunate than, say, Florida State these days. Now, for those of you that don't know us, yeah, we cover Florida State, but we're huge college football fans in general, and we have a long history of covering the sport. I would say, what, combined, boys? 70 150, years? 150, 180 200. years. It's yeah. a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. So we've been around the block. We've talked to a lot of coaches, a lot of players. Let's have some fun. Going to introduce Ben Spicer, too. He is the one producing this. He is the one gathering the clips for us to enjoy and for us to comment on. So he'll come in. He'll basically set it up. Hey, guys, this is so-and-so. Here's what happened, and this is what he had to say, and we're going to react. It's that simple. So let's have fun. Let's do it. Let's start. What you got for us, Ben? What's up, guys? How's everyone doing today? Good, Good man. Hey, I, we I, should I, say, I have no idea what we're about to see. I don't right. know who. I don't I, yeah, we have no idea what we're about to see. So it's going to be live reactions. I, I, like I, I, I did submit a couple of my preferences. You probably can figure out. Like, look, oh, we I can't, can't wait. Yeah, I have an idea. I mean, look, man, we can't do a show on coaches talking. We got it. Without- hey, don't even give it away, Ira. Might be, might be a special guest. It's a familiar face. <laughs> can I can I State guess fans. the first one then? Uh, uh, based on what Ira just said, are we going to hear from Jimbo? Is that what? What? we are? <laughs> Let's see what he has to say. All right, All right. Jimbo Fish. Team, I had first rounders across the board. Okay, these guys. When you got it, if you don't have talented guys where everybody can get theirs, if they're one on one, you're not going to be. It doesn't work that way. This is the this room here is one of the first one we've had. To just I mean, across the board. It okay. My matchups here. My match, and that's what we we're allowing it to do. Now you can the matchups. You know what I mean? You, all right, if he's one-on-one, he can get it. If he's one-on-one, he can get it. If he's one-on-one, he can get it. And that's that's the way you got to be able to do that. And they know that if that guy's going to get his, guess what? It's going to come back over here because people ain't going to sit there and let you just keep catching balls and balls and balls, you know what I mean, or next game they're going to plan for it. And that's why you got to have those guys. And I tell the guys, be patient. It's a whole season. It's all going to come around. Everybody will eat. You know what I'm saying? And then the ability to run the football. Your touch is back there. Maybe a throwing game. Next game, all right, they're going to play cover two and, and drop six, seven, eight guys, and you're going to be able to run the football. And that's why your skill level, and that's what we've improved so much on it, I think, across the board and our depth to be able to do that. And that's what makes it fun to play quarterback. And then when you're blocking guys, it makes it real fun. It's like now, people say, you know, our offensive line, a lot more experience. Guy's been through it. Quarterback's been through it. Receiver's been through it. Back, so they get calls. They get to the line of scrimmage. All right, they make a coverage read for an extra two seconds before the ball snap that allows them to make a better decision when they're running a route or the quarterback to make a better decision. And I think when you're getting lined up and making calls and doing things, the experience matters so your eyes can get to where they got to get to to process the information to allow you to be a good football player. Because I don't care how much ability you got. If your eyes are in the wrong place, say, Shut your eyes, how many balls you catch? Shut your eyes, how many tackles you make? Shut your eyes, how many reads you make? I mean, I would I wouldn't recommend trying to catch passes without with your eyes closed. But but that's not even we just included that part just because it was funny. Um, but I, I want to set the context, okay? So so people that you know, Jimbo Fisher, we all know there was a little drama last year in College Station. The fans were not exactly thrilled 
with their $100 million coach. It was addressed there, Ira, several so, times over so, by Jimbo so, just now. So he had to go out and get uh, Bobby Petrino to be the offensive coordinator. And a lot of people may not know this, but Bobby Petrino is going to be calling the plays this year, which means if things go well, Bobby Petrino is going to get the credit. So I was curious, what do you think, what, what foundation do you think Jimbo was laying there uh, about this team before this offense goes out there and maybe puts up more points than last year's? I would guess that I would guess it's look at how well I can recruit. Look at all these players I gave Bobby Petrino. We, we can win one-on-one matchups here and here right. and here. All those five stars we had last year sucked. We brought in new five stars that are much better. And more I wish, experience I can, now. More experience, and I wish I could call plays, but I can't. But I still got them all these players. Also, he is already devaluing the hiring of that offensive yes. coordinator by pointing out that the one-on-one matchups are hey. really what determine football. And since I'm such a good recruiter and we have superior talent, anybody could call <laughs> these plays. That well, and now they're opening their eyes. They're, they're also opening their eyes now. Right. And last year, for half the half the games, they wouldn't even play with their eyes open. God, and that was God, that God. killed them. Imagine I called plays last year with the eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> now we open them. This is, so it's crazy. He's basically said, look, yeah. I know you guys are focused on this coordinator, but honestly, without me being who I am and yeah. creating these mm. matchups, this guy here, anybody really, it wouldn't yeah. work. I mean, it's me. It's me again. And, I mean, now he's got – I mean, they got an offensive line with experience now, guys. Anybody, <laughs> yeah, finally you, at a and You guys could call plays now. Yeah. yeah. Anybody can call plays with the guys I bring in. Yeah. Anybody <laughs> could, except when their eyes are closed. Yeah, eyes closed can't block. So we're, we're not. We're not going to bring. We're not. Gonna, we may not. Well, we might have Jimbo on every week, but, but. every week, every well, week. It, also, really, can I? Can I give one final thing on this? Yeah. There's a chance Jimbo's not going to allow him to call plays Saturday. I'm telling you, you can hear it. You can hear it. He's like, now that I think about it, you, you can. You can. Yeah. <laughs> what I wouldn't give to have guys running with eyes wide open. Yeah, just eyes wide open. And uh, the thing is, is like I think it'll be second quarter if they've got three points. That's when he wrestles the headset away. He's like, yep, I'm, I'm calling plays. I'm calling plays. I'm getting matchups. Also, it was a uh, not-so-subtle reminder to his no, new offense coordinator, don't forget about the run game now. We, yeah. we got gas. We, we, yeah. that's, the line, the whole thing, go forget. Like, he does not like this. He's terribly uncomfortable with this whole situation. It's going to be fun to watch. Next, Ben. What do we have next, good sir? Hey, you guys mentioned we're going to see a lot of Jimbo. I think we're going to see a lot of this coach up at Michigan. This guy is a walking meme, uh, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys saw what he had to say. It kind of blew up a little bit, and I'm still wondering what the hell he's talking about. Here we go. The head coaching duties. I guess what, what are head coaches' responsibilities during the game? Uh, be the guardian of victory is probably the number one job you have. Uh, making sure that uh, – the decisions you're making are, are um, complementary on all three phases. No, uh, there's no offense. There's no defense. It's it's a defense, and uh, you know, making sure that that uh, putting the players in position to to uh, have their hard work achieved. So, do you, do you think that the CTE is setting in hard with this one? Now, I, Corey, Corey and I have talked about Harbaugh a little bit in the past. We obviously covered him in that Michigan game, the the, the uh, 2016 uh, Orange Bowl against Florida State. And I think Corey thinks some of this is a setup, but I don't know. I, I can't decide. What do you? I I think he's I I want to. There's no way he's not trying to be ironic, right? Like he's a smart dude, uh, and he's got the number two team in the country. I mean, he is. He's a smart guy, 
in the Guardians of Victory <laughs> is just so corny that I feel like he's doing it as a joke. It, I don't know that it could be real to the Guardians of Victory, to okay, be the so Guardian we, of Victory. This is good, Corey, because I'll tell you, I think he's off his rocker. He could be that, too. Uh, it's one of yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a possibility. So yeah. you think – now, I will say – I mean, we look, this is – we turn serious here because you brought up CTE. So I was a Colts fan. And, and I, he took I, some shot. I, I stayed with the Colts for a while when they moved to Indianapolis. I was Baltimore Colts oh. fans. Most people didn't. I stayed with them yeah. for a while because I like loved Eric Dickerson, and, and I loved Harbaugh. But, yeah, man, the cool thing about Jim Harbaugh as a quarterback – was that MFR would play on? We would play through anything. Yes. He would get murdered yes. in games and keep playing. There was no way he could ever, like, in today, if those games were on TV today, people would be mortified. And yeah. also, a lot of the people would have been thrown out for the hits they laid on oh, him. Yeah. I mean, he, he hung in there at a time when guys could launch under the chin. Oh, yeah. And, and, they, and they did. So, yeah, you might be onto something. I, I just remember the two, that, that Orange Bowl in 2016 when we covered it. Uh, uh, what's, what's his name? Um, Jabril Sa- Peppers? Safid. No. Oh. Safid. He was out, Corey. Corey, Jabril was out. Jabril Peppers didn't yeah. play in that game. That's right. It's, we're at the Orange Bowl, and they've got the oranges on the on the dais. And Safid Dean, I think, asked him about, like, what, how do you feel about oranges? Do you like oranges? And he was doing it because he knows Harbaugh and how hard and, – and he did, man. He went on for – he as, as Ben said, he's a meme because he just went on for five minutes. That, see, that – when I saw that, he, he was so – when that press conference, he was so monotone and boring. He made Jimbo – I mean, Jimbo's always frantic, but he made him look like uh, – I don't know, man. Sammy Davis comic. Jr. Right, made right. him look like an entertainer <laughs> compared to himself. He was just so boring and, and monotone. And then he got that one question about oranges and lit up the room. <laughs> I like orange juice. He became Bubba from Forrest Gump. Like, I orange oranges in my coffee. I like oranges in my pie. Like, he just went on and on. Yeah. It's like that to me, I just think he does it because he thinks it's – I think he does it because it's funny. Like, nobody – the Wee Fence – come on, gang. There's no way he's saying – I mean, I know he did say it with a straight face, but he can't be serious with the well, Wee Fence. I think it's one of two extremes. He's either created a character like a right, lot yeah. of coaches do, and he just stays to it, and it's just not nearly as entertaining as some others that have done it in the past. I mean, like, there are a lot of coaches who kind of accept that they're – there to play the role of the court jester, you know, and like have some fun with reporters on the sideline after games and so forth. But I, the thing that, I mean, it's funny, but it's also not funny because sometimes I think we're watching a guy have a nervous breakdown. Like I think my man is this close to having a press conference that we're going to cover on coach speak where we're going to go. I got nothing funny to say about this. They got to get him out of here. I I will say that if, if it's, if, if it's not a joke, if it's not a shtick, like then we should be worried about him. Well, yeah. yeah, that's gonna, why I think it is. He's going to freeze up. It's going to happen. We're going to be watching that guy just start staring off in the distance. It's going to happen. It's like he is, he's gone cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But you might be right, Corey. I don't, I'm not really ready to label genius or anything like that. I just think not, you're not, you're not calling the Andy Kaufman of coaching. No. I, <laughs> yeah, he's going to be wrestling. He's going to be wrestling women in a few weeks. Well, but he, but he, he does have the number two team in the country, so he hasn't yeah. lost his yeah. facilities. You know what I mean? Like he's And they all come play for him, and they all came back for him. So His, I, his, fa- his faculties or his facilities. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, they definitely have the facilities at Michigan. Absolutely. That's the big thing. Also, can we stop acting like he was being tortured in a foreign country while we're playing a football game in Ann Arbor? My Christ, those <laughs> people holding up his number in yeah. tears and formation before a game in which they're favored by 100? Stop it. Jesus, oh, man, it's ridiculous. 
Okay, next, Ben, next. Hey, let's check in on our friend Butch Jones. You know, he built Tennessee brick by brick. Uh, he did. Good call. It didn't work out the way he had hoped there in Knoxville, but he's now at Arkansas State, and the Red Wolves got an ass whooping against Oklahoma in their first game, seventy-three to nothing. What? You guys saw Butch Jones was like kind of crying on the sideline. If you guys haven't seen that, go check it out. But uh, I, I provided some more context with this bit because it kind of got blown out of proportion, but I still think it's pretty dumb even with the context. So All let's right. see what Butch had to say. Builder of men. Physical. Champions. Uh, I thought they out-athleted us. The speed differential uh, is probably the most glaring I've probably seen in my career. Um, so he's done a good job that way. But when you play a team like Oklahoma, um, and they're a top 25 football team for a reason, and you watch the success that they'll have this year. This is a talented football team. They challenge you in so many ways. You have to be disciplined in the details. And it, you have to not lose the game before you can ever win the game. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Hey, tell, tell him he's wrong. Tell us yeah. he's wrong. You see what he's saying, Chad. If you, if you lose the game then you couldn't possibly still win the game. No, that that's very accurate. Also, just guys, you don't have to fill for the sake of filling. I want all coaches to understand we know what Oklahoma is and we know what Arkansas State is. We understand that they can out-athlete you in that situation. End it there, guys. End it there. Cut it off before you say something stupid like you have to not lose the game before you can go win the game. Let's just just cut it off. Just straightforward, guys. We know what happened here today. Have a good one. We got we got our check. We're yeah, keep it moving, man. So he, why is Butch Jones at Arkansas State? Like, what is the story there? Like, is that a good life? Like, he coached at Tennessee. I mean, he was a wildly unpopular coach at Tennessee and was horrible, but he coached at Tennessee. Wasn't he at Alabama after that? Like, as an assistant? Like, Time's why not be an assistant Time's somewhere? Tough. man's hanging on by a thread. Well, I but, hope he enjoyed that. They're, they're going to not lose a lot of games before they win them. Or, sorry, they're going to lose a lot of games before they win them <laughs> at Arkansas State. Yeah, unfortunately, that's probably what's going to happen to them. But, yeah, and that's a great point, though, because I wonder the same thing with like a guy like Tom Herman that goes to FAU. Like, you, you, I guess you just think you're going to resurrect. I mean, Lane Kiffin obviously turned FAU into an old Miss job, so I guess. But man, you were the head coach at Texas. It's yeah. one of the five best jobs probably in college football. You fail. I don't know, man. I would go. I'd go to the Saban rehab program for a while and just stay there. As opposed, I to would just to stay FAU. there in perpetuity. Right. You get two hundred fifty thousand dollars to be the twelfth most important coach. And you get to win a lot of games and smoke cigars in the locker room. It's a sweet halfway house, and you're collecting rings. Yeah. By the yeah. way, I really like if you're going to go down the road of pointing out to the people that they you got out athleted, well, then just go on a 40-minute run on that. Let's go person for person and talk about <laughs> yeah. how much better their athletes yeah. are. Yeah. Four stars what? minus one star. So, Four star just started playing football. This Four star guy's never even heard of football. Plays with his eyes closed. Transfer from A and M. He plays with his eyes closed. <laughs> I mean, oh, I was watching Oklahoma in warmups, and I almost went home. Guys, <laughs> yeah. This is yeah, just like just have fun with it at that point. Next, don't man, make don't make excuses. Got? Yeah. 
So the Florida Gators got beat in all three phases mm-hmm. of the game against Utah. Among their lowlights was uh, two players wearing the same number out on the field at the same time during a punt return. Uh, Billy Napier had somewhat of an explanation for it. Let's see what he had to say. With the same number on the field on that punt, how does that happen? Is that a communication breakdown? What? what yeah, what is it is. That? It's exactly. It's exactly what it is. It's. It is something that we have work, had in the past, we've worked in the past, um, and we are rotating the punt returner two to one. We go safe, Jason's out there, we're supposed to get him off, and we just didn't communicate with the deep, we're in punt safe, we've got to communicate that better. There's no question, that's that's another thing that we control uh, that we didn't do the right way. It's good to know they control it, and nobody so- else does. <laughs> the best part. So he comes back on Tuesday and he, he comes back on Tuesday to the press conference, Monday or Tuesday. And he says that it was actually compounded. Like he's got more reasons for how this happened. He goes, you know, it was one of those situations where we weren't sure if the defense is supposed to stay on the field you know, because it was fourth and three, or they could kick a field goal or they going to punt. And then we got to decide, are we going to block the punt? So he's explaining that all this chaos is going on. It was at like the 50. They were not kicking yeah. a field goal. No. So why are you so like this is one of those where he waited two like this I think that clip from Ben was right after the game and then he yeah. waits like a couple days to come up with a better excuse and then I think he came back on third Wednesday after practice and said basically it reminded Ben's coaches show and said there were some things we did that deserved criticism so it's like <laughs> yeah immediately after the game like gives one reason then comes back with a more complicated reason and then later it was okay okay you don't you guys didn't buy all that fine we'll take some criticism i got two observations the first one is when he's nodding his head as the question is being asked and he has that look on his face it is the acknowledgement that somebody else saw it i knew this shit's coming so he's like you know so that's the first thing because he's waiting he hears the guy start in on that question he's like oh man i knew that was coming so he just has to kind of nod his head right have either of you ever been in trouble with the law? <laughs> not, not you serious no. trouble. Yeah. It, it, okay. But, so, uh, but I've, I've, I've been pulled over. Yeah. I was indicted twice, but they couldn't prove anything. Right. Okay, good. So I would, I would just tell you this way back in my youth, I, I had some troubling moments with the, with the law, nothing, no prison time or anything like that guys. But I can tell you this, when you get in trouble, there's the initial trouble. Like you've been found out, you've been yeah. got, Right. So that happened to Billy Napier. You've been got. They got you now. They they could see what was out there. You had eight men out there on one of these. You had two guys with the same number. This is blatant disorganization. So what your attorney tells you in the situation after you've been caught is to shut up. Right. Stop talking. And sure as hell, after this miserable day is over and we get to the bottom of what's going to happen, don't bring it back up again. Don't like shine more light on it two and three and four days later. Billy needs to learn what lawyers do for their criminal clients and kind of take that tack from this point forward. So you're saying just not talk, just just, don't talk. Stop, just stop. Like you don't have to bring it back up. Nobody was going to bring it back up. Well, I think the problem is his initial answer is so bad that he has to explain to Florida fans or try to. In in reality, it's still kind of on the same wavelength. When, when you're being asked a question and you don't want to throw your special teams coach under the bus, well, you might need to, bud. So you Your fans want to know that you're, you are as mad as they are. You are irate at that. 
you take it seriously, and you're going to say, look, that's inexcusable. Yeah, but here's the problem, buddy. He's doesn't. I don't believe he has a special teams coordinator. He doesn't. Oh, and that's that's part of the issues. But but the other well, thing then about talk this, about that. The the Florida administration won't let him even get a, a special the teams coordinator. Staff in America. That's All a, <laughs> but that's, is it's on me. Yeah, that's the best part. Is so. No matter what the circumstances were that led to that moment, moment when you had two guys with the number three jerseys on the field, the reason the referees caught it is because they saw two number three jerseys. You have a thousand <laughs> yeah. analysts yeah. in the press box and on the field. Maybe one of them could see if there's two guys with the same number and call a timeout because that play wasn't just embarrassing. It might have cost them the football game. Ben, Ben, do me a favor. Just get that clip of Napier going, <laughs> his eyes closed like the realization I, okay just have it mm. and we're going to play it on a loop after Florida's loss it's just him going yeah not right now we don't yeah, need it right now just in the future yeah just, that Yikes. level of disorganization is worse than the loss Ugh. yeah it's pretty concerning if you're a Florida it's fan just cons- we've seen it as yeah. guys that cover Florida State we absolutely saw yep 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 who's next next Ben all right, well, Billy Napier kind of took ownership of, you know, what he said, but our next coach did not. Uh, he almost kind of pretended like he never said the things that he said, although we have audio of it. So know, the, know where this confusing. is going. I think you guys will like this one. Uh, here we go. Teen freshman on this trip um, and 14 transfers. So uh, nearly 40% of this travel roster are going to go overnight for the first time <laughs> with LSU. So. Um, and, and that's not a disclaimer of, of any kind. We're going to go beat the heck out of Florida State. But- hey, Coach, um, this quote that was going around, we're going to beat the heck out of Florida State, it's my understanding that you said that at your coach's show in jest and it was taken out of context. I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> look, I think you all know me. I'm pretty careful with what I say and how I said it. Um, Never have I been cavalier or disrespectful to an opponent uh, in my 33 years. So if somebody wants to prop up a comment like that and um, inflate it into something that it is not, that's what social media is about today. But I have nothing but the utmost respect for Coach Norville. I know who the opponent was. It's just not in my background or nature to, um, to make those kinds of comments. Guys, guys, this is there's a deep drive to left field. Castellanos yeah. is home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it. that is. The word here's the thing. I actually downplayed that thing last week because I know I I do believe what he was doing in that moment was he was he was kind of poor mouthing a little bit. It was during his coach's show. There was an audience. I think it's at a restaurant or something. And he was kind of like he that whole part about oh, 40% of our teams can be on our first trip. And he was kind of like I think he was setting the stage for we may not look as great as maybe you, you think we should look, but then I think he sensed he read the room and realized that they're wait are you saying we're not good? And then he's like, oh look, good guys, we're gonna go kick the crap out of Florida State. But then so like I was kind of had his back then, but now you're gonna say you never said it? Like what are it's you talking media's about? Fault, Ira. Yeah, it's weird because at the beginning he says he doesn't say I didn't say it. But then later he does. And then later he's like, anybody that knows me knows I don't make comments like that. It's like, but you just did, man. But you did. <laughs> you did right there. And whether you you could say, look, it was in jest. That's, That's what he, he should have said. The reporter gave him the, yes. the out to say it. 
as almost they had coordinated it before the press conference. Like, hey, I'm going to give you a chance to address this right away. Room, thank you. Go, go ahead. Uh, tell him that it was in jest, that you knew Florida State was going to be very good. And he went the exact opposite way and made it sound like we were all crazy and hadn't heard the clip. Social My media. Guy, he served you a softball. He yeah. gave you the get out of jail free card. And, and, and then you blame. Because it doesn't media. sound like it's in jest. BK, it BK, sounds like he's serious. BK's sitting there and he's got the bat and the, the pitch is coming six miles an hour. And he's yeah. like, oh, no, that, that may be a that may be a curveball. Yeah. <laughs> no, that may be, I'm not going to swing at that. I'm not buying that. But what does it do, like, legitimately for LSU fans who are already mad at him for that performance, to then come on and look like that afterwards and basically turn yourself into a liar? In 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 a crazy and treat people. It reminds me of a seven year old that everybody we all know you did it, man. Just fess up, and he treats us like idiots. He treats his parents like idiots. Brian Kelly's treating his fan base in that moment to me. Like idiots. Now they'll get over it if they win ten games this year. But I don't understand. LSU fans have to be more irate with them after that. The reason we're doing this show is because coaches can't help themselves. I mean, that's why we want to watch these clips. Less is more, coaches. Less is more. Also, just own that and say, "Listen, I realized after talking about how inexperienced this group was as a travel squad, and that I had made it sound like we were going to lose." And I want everybody to know we're going into this game confident. So I said to yeah. our fans at a restaurant, "They're going to go kick Florida State's butt." And just move. Next question. That, that would be, that would be the honest answer if he was talking to a buddy. Yeah, at dinner, but but yeah. they, he, say, he, why can't they say that? Because he he wants to act like he's in total control and has all the answers. Yeah, he doesn't want to look weak. He don't want to look weak. He well, don't that want to makes look you like look he, more weak. Because well, they don't make the a mistake. Recorded. Yeah, yeah, but they don't want to act like they made a mistake or there's uh, any accountability. He should have said, but I tell you what, we were on the punt team a couple times and we didn't have the same <laughs> number out there ever. <laughs> we're, we we had eleven guys out there, and none of them had the same number did you, on. Did you see the Florida game, guys? Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. There were lots of teams that looked way worse than we did yeah, against far, yeah. you know, inferior opponents. Yeah. Next, and we game, didn't lose the back. game before we won it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, next up, guys, I have an interesting one for you uh, out in Wyoming. Craig Bowl, uh, the Cowboys. Wow, Jeff, yeah, Texas yeah, ben, Tech. Ben, I don't uh, know if you know. I don't know if you know this, Ben, but Jeff Cameron is a huge Wyoming fan. I don't so know why, but I fired am. Up. Yeah. <laughs> He it's those colors, the brown and yeah. yellow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Craig Bowl, he's just a big football guy. I just wanted to get your all thoughts on this. Seems like a guy I'd want to play for. I'm an old believer in a fullback, and especially a guy from Gillette and throwing a touchdown pass to him. I think probably everybody up in Campbell County probably had a beer tonight. Yeah. Oh, this I love is my it. guy. This is my guy. Well, I mean, what are we doing? We this, need to start cowboy headlines. This guy's phenomenal. This is this is perfect. He is so antiquated, and he, <laughs> yeah. but he takes it and embraces it. He's got a little rain jacket on. He's like, "Look, man, <laughs> I like fullbacks and beer." Yeah. Who doesn't love fullbacks and beer? Fullbacks get and wet. beer. Get wet in my rain jacket. I know who my audience is. I know who the hell I'm playing to. Fullbacks and beer. That's the name of my podcast. Yeah, you that's think- a he's a, he's perfect for that. For that state, I would imagine. You think he ever blames social media for his problems? No, he doesn't That's even know what... social media exists. <laughs> yeah. My man, my man's got a snub nose cores that he's drinking at these press conferences, and he's like, I, "I didn't catch that I was drinking my beer." Yeah, he has dip. It's beautiful. That's my uh, coach right there. There you go. Good it. job, buddy. Nothing but praise for him. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. 
That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. What do we hey, got next? Then? Next coach is going to make you want to have a beer after watching this if you're a fan of his team. Uh, Baylor lost to Texas State, yeah. and Dave Aranda afterwards, uh, just weird. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> to you guys, um, you know, w- uh, very disappointed with tonight, and, um, you know, it's a yeah. uh, – uh, it's a disappointed locker room, and you know, just um, throughout camp, just talking about how many games are lost early in the season, rather than one. And um, it's, it's hard to talk about that because I don't want that to be in, taken in any way, you know, anything away from Texas State. I thought that the energy they played with and the penetration they got and the, ex- the excitement that they played with um, was really was really strong, and they've got really great playmakers and. I thought they dialed stuff up and um, was able to hit things when they wanted them and got matchups and all of that. Dave, I know you, you, you know, it's, it's hard to ask this question at the same time. Is this acceptable? And this uh, was, this was bad. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it's not acceptable. I, I talked to the team about how it's not. And so I think, you know, I take responsibility for it. I thought that um, whether it was the wide eyes or the lack of details and just all those things were things that, I mean, I take a lot of pride in. And um, I, was, um, I was counting on those things being done or that they were done. And to come and see that they're not is, uh, is, is painful. And so uh, we'll get better from it. He's, he sounds like his kid didn't take out the trash. Was he at camp? <laughs> He's like, I was, disappoint- camp? I was disappointed by that. I thought uh, things were going to get done that didn't get done. Were you there? Yeah, that was yeah, that was bizarre. And he he said they were. I mean, what are these coaches have to make up their minds? Because he complained about wide eyes, and yeah. then Jimbo's complaining about eyes being shut. <laughs> I mean, it's got. It was, I guess there's a middle ground where you just have normal eyes, and that's that's next. But I guess that's uh, the, where the I, the phrase the the uh, word comes from. Normal eyes. The great thing about. Uh, the great oh, and, and Adam Fuller, who we cover, had sloppy eyes. He talked about sloppy yeah. eyes this week. Um, you know, I've had sloppy the, eyes a lot in my life. Two a.m. Oh, at man. the bar. Two a.m. at the bar. Absolutely, <laughs> lots you know, of sloppy eyed nights around so, here. Yeah. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes <laughs> it doesn't work out. Um, so no, here's the thing though. Like Dave Aranda is one of those guys. He's one of my favorite kind of coaches because he's out there, right? Like the people, the sports writers love the Mike Leeches. Yeah, he rest in peace. They love the Dave Arandas because they do it differently. And if you Google like stories about Dave Aranda, it's always like, he's just different. He's Zen. 
he's you know he's into this and he's he's he he's not your typical coach, which is all fine and well when you're winning. But when you lose and you get yeah. embarrassed by Texas, was it North Texas State or Texas State? Texas State. You come across as stoned. I mean, it's yeah. like, dude, how many Xanaxes did you take before you went up on that podium? He also That's... said um twelve times, and he also said um three times before he said any words. It was just gibberish. It was <laughs> the... a um um um. Yeah, <laughs> I... again, I think it goes back to like you want. I guess that's just the. That's Baylor's fans' lot in life if he's their coach. Like, and he's done some really good things oh, yeah. in his career. But, like, when they lose, disappointingly, you're not going to get the fire and brimstone. He can't even light a match. Like, that was that, that was like a guy telling people in the library to be quiet. Like, he was really, really That guy arrived on game day to see his team for the first time. Well, that that's guy, true. He had been away from camp for a month. That was yeah. nuts. The whole thing is like, I mean, things that I expect to get done. Just, uh, just like, <laughs> It's like he left his kids at home, went on a long vacation. And like, guys, nobody's mowed the lawn. The garbage hasn't been taken out. When was the last time one of you brought the mail in? This is the kind of stuff I expect to get done. The best part about it is if you watch his, his – I watched his Tuesday press conference, and he's, he responds to every question with appreciate it or appreciate that. Like, whatever they ask – He'll like say, okay, I appreciate that. And then he'll answer the question. I cannot wait till they're like two and nine. And people are like, Coach Aranda, like, can you explain how you still have a job? Like, well, I, appreciate I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that question. <laughs> appreciate you being here asking that question. Thank, thanks for asking about my job security. <laughs> I appreciate that. Ben, what do we got here? Next up is a guy that I think we might hear from a lot again, uh, Shane Beamer at South Carolina. And he was a little oh, okay. upset with how uh, things played out, not only with the game, but with how the game was sort of managed by others at the facility too. Oh, boy. Here we go. Any stats? Anybody? It's kind of the story of the night. Clock was wrong the whole damn game. We're trying to kick an onside kick to start the second half, and we got to wait on the chain crew because they're eating a hot dog. That's the only disappointing thing about tonight. So um, I don't know what if things came out to be statistically, but um, uh, not good enough. Colin had our chances. <laughs> so, so I I actually went and watched his Tuesday press conference, and I didn't know Ben was going to have this in there, but. I, I, just, I mean, I like, I mean, look, man, I'm a miserable person. So I watch other people in their misery. So I like to watch these press conferences of losing coaches. And he starts his press conference on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it was, his next press conference by apolog basically apologizing. Look, guys, I just want to clarify what I said about the guys eating the hot dogs, the chain crew. That was a great chain crew. They did a great <laughs> job that whole night. But then he goes to the, so that's what he, that's what he sat down to do. Yeah, he said it was the best chain crew he's ever had. But then he goes for two more minutes about how they screwed him mm -hmm. by not yeah. being out there ready. He goes, "Look, and I didn't make the hot dog thing up. That's what I was told. I said, hey, 'Hey, we're trying to kick an onside kick. Where's the chain crew? Oh, they're eating hot dogs. I didn't make that up.' He goes, oh, and I just feel like this is a game. You've got Tennessee. You've got. I mean, this is a huge game. You got, you, or you, you got South Carolina. We're we're here. Where this is a huge game, and we don't have a chain crew. I mean, what what's going on?" It was just like he he sat down to apologize and then just it ripped them for two more minutes. It's a lot of different types of personalities in the coaching profession, it would appear. Again, <laughs> South Carolina fans, I think, like him, but that stuff's going to get old real quick when you start complaining about the chain crew after getting your ass kicked. I was going to say, it wasn't close. No. And it wasn't close, my man. Here's the other thing. If, you're, if, you, if the whole idea behind a trick play, like an onside kick, is the element of surprise. So if you sent your team out there – and then they sent their players out there, South Carolina and North Carolina sent their players out there. 
and you have to wait for the chain crew, well, maybe switch it off. Like take off the onside kick or whatever. You know, I mean, just like it's just so you have to deal with what happens. But also, where they lot if it's a surprise onside kick, they're still lined up in their normal yeah, formation anyway. So the chain crew being out there, they could be eating chili, chili dogs, <laughs> a steak. They could be eating anything. It doesn't matter. It's not their fault. You didn't call the onside kick or it didn't work out if you did. I will say that I have been guilty in my lifetime of saying to my wife, I'd like to apologize, but you have to understand. That you were the reason I was mad and said what I said. Yeah, I get it. We all we've I all have been there. Done the, yeah. how's, well, how's I it? wanted to apologize for yesterday, but you have to understand. How, how's that usually work out for you? It uh, didn't work out. No, didn't no, work out. We have any more, you. Ben? Hey, we've got one more. This actually came before their first game of the season, but it's just the most Iowa Hawkeyes quote. Oh, ever. here we go. Fire for this, but like one of my favorite all times wins here was six four. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, God. so maybe I'm revealing my inner, you know, the inner reason why we uh, are struggling this way. But uh, like, you know, that that was the best way to win that day and taking the safety. You know, and I just had a feeling like they weren't going to move the ball on us, and you know, they threw it right back to us after the after the punt there coming out of the uh, off the twenty. Oh my God! That was it. That you. That was a beautiful game, wasn't it, Corey? The, the context there is that his son, obviously, most people probably know this that are watching some a show like this, but his son is the OC there, and is the he makes Jeff Bowden look like I I don't know Steve Sarkeesian. I mean, he makes Jeff Bowden look like a genius at Florida. He's an awful OC uh, who had to, but he won't be fired. He can't be fired apparently because he's the coach's son. So for the head coach to come out and then say, I love those six, four games. That's what Iowa football is got to be so disheartening for Iowa fans in 2023, where everybody scores 35 and 40 points. Our man's favorite game was six. four. <laughs> he can be fired. The contract now says that they don't average 25 points a game. He will be fired unequivocally. Right. Now they scored 24 points. So he's behind the chain. Okay. Now, he's got to get 26 uh, this weekend well, to make it. But think about it. That game they just played was against a severely overmatched team, and they couldn't yeah. get to the number. So this is shaping up to be another one of those seasons for Iowa fans. And he comes out and goes, listen, guys, 6-4 to four is the favorite game I ever coached. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't feel like they could move the ball that day. Everybody at Iowa was like, oh, again with this? He's yeah. literally he's literally stealing people's souls. Like, there, I can envision souls in Iowa football fans just being, like, lopped off. The, as he says that the famed Virginia Tech zero zero tie going to overtime. Yeah, with the Beamers. Beamers. Do you think that somewhere Kirk Ferentz had tears coming down? Yeah, cheeks the, like this is the best football game ever played. It's the perfect game. It's that's just, his. That's the that's the picture in his dining room. Yeah, that's what he eats Beamers. dinner to. Is that instead of the Last Supper or yeah? yeah. That's his. Uh, that's his holy grail. Guys, let me tell you something about the best game ever played. These two teams, these two defenses, just wouldn't let the other one score. Great offenses, yeah, great offenses. And I'll get, and I'll tell you something more. They shouldn't have gone to overtime. (laughs) They should have just just walked off the field. They they sullied it. Can't improve on perfection. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Ben, good job out of you. Great job, Ben. Every week, we're gonna do coach speak every week. Coaches are never without the proper ammunition for us to make fun of or to analyze or to laugh at with you guys. So enjoy it, like it, pass it around, have some fun with it. We'll do more of these. We'll get better at it. We'll continue to have fun. 
But uh, there will be no shortage of clips yeah. just like and, the ones we saw today. I know and that. real quick, all three of us are on Twitter, at IrishOFL, at Corey underscore Clark, I think, and, and mm. at Jay Cameron Show. Um, if you guys see things out there, on, send uh, it. Social, uh, video clips or well, coaches, let us know. send it to Ira. Oh, I don't yeah, check, yeah, no. I don't check my it. mentions a lot, so send it to Ira. Send it to Plus, Ben. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say we should send it to Ben because he's the one that's going to surprise us. Ben, ben, ben tell him your, your Twitter. Ads all over the screen yeah. when we sign off, buddy. There you go. In fact, for Ben Spicer, Corey Clark, Irish Chappelle, I'm Jeff Cameron. Enjoy the football, kids. We'll see you again next week. Peace.